Hey, what's up there, guys? This is the Mystery Meat Podcast. Uh, my name is Ruben, and with me is my two co-hosts, Goobers, over here. Uh, introduce yourselves. Uh, I'm Goober1. That's my name now. Introducing these nuts on your chin. <laughs> so, um, anyways, you already know my name. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm Robbie, hello. Today, we will be reviewing six albums, but that's a lie. There's only three. And um, these albums are Issues by Korn, Blacklight by Apollo Brown and Stolly as a producer, and Electra Heart by Marina. Hell yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. And uh, we're just going to get right into it with some corny stuff with my band Korn. Korn is an American new metal band uh, from Bakersfield, California. They formed in uh, 1983. They were actually notable um, for like starting the new metal genre. So like Saliva or like um, Limp Biscuit is known as new metal too. So that if you you know hate Limp Biscuit, you can blame Corn. <laughs> so uh, they were formed in 1993. Uh, by three members of the band, LAPD. Uh, Korn's current lineup features founding members James Monkey Schaefer, uh, Reginald Feldy Arvizu, uh, Brian Head Welch, and Jonathan Davis, who doesn't have, you know, a little moniker. He's just Jonathan Davis. He's the lead vocals, and he plays the bagpipes. Uh, and then they have the addition of Ray Luzier, uh, on drums, they replaced uh, David Silveria as their drummer. So they've been around a long time. The album that we've been listening, uh, we're going to listen to or we're going to review is Issues. And that is their fourth studio album. It mainly deals with a lot of uh, abuse. Uh, Falling Away From Me, that deals heavily with like uh, child abuse and stuff like that. Uh, so there's a lot of heavy subject matter in this album. Just on a side note, but an interesting fact about it is uh, in October 1999, Korn posted Fallen Away From Me on their website as a free MP3 download. And it was like advised against their attorneys, uh, but the band just said, we're so psyched about the new album that we wanted to give all you guys, the true Korn fans, a gift from us. So it's really cool. Like this band has done a lot for their fan base in some ways like that back then you know free mp3 downloads that was fucking amazing i still think it's fucking it's crazy um that we're we don't really have well we do have mp3 downloads still but you know it was more prevalent back then the album came out in november 16th of 1999 uh through immortal records and it was promoted throughout the 2000s and by the band's highly successful sick and twisted tour uh, I would say it's probably one of their more notable albums. Um, but what did you guys think about it? First, let me start. How dare you say they're to blame for limp dicks get? <laughs> you bastard. Fuck you and fuck the horse you rode in on, you son of a bitch. Anyways, um, limp biscuit is an abomination against God. Okay, um, that was not a religious statement. Um, I liked this album. Actually, 
I would say that, yes, uh, for early new metal album, you see a lot of their influence throughout other groups, even like Linkin Park and Orgy, kind of even like King 810, even though they're not new metal, really. Um, I enjoyed it. The album art's really cool. I think a lot of the songs actually stand on their own pretty well, and in general... Corn is not corny, but Limp Biscuit is in the bad way. Uh, yeah, uh, what do you think, Kareem? I, I mean, I like it. I'm not ever going to complain about new metal. Oh, also about the album art, they had like a whole um contest for the album art, and this was the one that won. Uh, I, I was looking at some of the submissions, and they're actually pretty cool too. Uh, I didn't really, I don't really have any bad thing bad to say about this album. I, I liked it. It was pretty enjoyable. Um, I haven't really. I mean, I've heard some corn songs. Like, I really like Coming Undone, but that's not on this album. But, um, uh, I like corn in general. So, uh, I'm, I'm not going to complain about more fucking corn. And, uh, I think it was good. Do you like corn on the cob? <laughs> um, I've never had corn on the cob. What? You. Mm, <laughs> it's okay. I haven't either. I can't bully you, Kareem. What? I, I can't say I've ever desired corn on the cob. No. Whoa. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get some cob spikes, and then I'm going to get a corn album. <laughs> I'm going to poke through it, and you have a corn on the cob. Dear God. <laughs> there you go. You get that. Uh, <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, or how um, about this? We'll call your chin cob and my nuts corn. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Fuck you, Ruben. Anyways, Silence. Um, anyways, um, yeah, I, I enjoyed this album. I enjoy corn probably more than i should i think nowadays like you know they're not so like shocking but like i think back then like it was just a different sound like corn came out and you're just like huh this is really cool it was kind of like that heavy almost like rap kind of reggae it was like a mix of a lot of shit you know what i mean it was like hip-hop metal with rock and a little bit of like campiness to it you know because they do have some campy songs but, like, it's always, like, under, like, some kind of subject matter. Like, it's not, like, they're funny songs because they're, haha, trying to be a joke. They're funny songs because, like, they use, like, certain things that make you kind of think, oh, my God, this is kind of funny. Like, they did a cover, like, Word Up, which was by Cameo. That's a <laughs> funk song. Uh, and they still made it more campy than the original song. It was crazy. But yeah, uh, anyways, alright, uh, so I'm going to start the ratings. Um, I'm going to give this album a, probably a 9 out of 10. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really great. And uh, I'm probably going to listen to it uh, on an unhealthy amount of times before I'm over it. I mean, corn's pretty healthy for you, so that should be okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, going to also give this a 9 out of 10 because, you know, while it may not be on the cob, it's still extremely fun and nutritious for you. Also, um, legitimately, I do like the album. Yeah, yeah, it was really pretty good. good. Yeah, I'll give it a nine. I really enjoyed it. You better give it a nine. <laughs> oh my fucking god! There's no decimal here. Oh, we're gonna have to correct that for the next albums. But yeah, that's no. a, overall nine out of ten. Mystery meat sticks. <laughs> now we're gonna move in to a uh, black light by Apollo Brown. Wow, that was an ex very funny of you. I have to bully you now. Now we're going to turn the black light on to show all of Ruben's sins. Wow. <laughs> Fucker. Hey, would you like some sausage? 
Daddy, would you like some sausages? Daddy, would you like some sausage? Sausages! Sausages! I was wrong earlier on. Apollo Brown is the producer and Stolly is the rapper. But Robbie's brain only has two brain cells because Ruben took 18 of them and Kareem beat one to death. Flame them. Um, anyways, so like I just said, Apollo Brown is a producer and rapper, but for this one, he's primarily just the producer. He comes from Detroit, Michigan, and he's noted for using old-ass technology. In an interview, he revealed that his preferred setup is a PC running Windows XP and Cool Edit 2000. And this was a 2018 interview, <laughs> so... That's cool. Stolly, on the other hand, who this album basically follows the story of, is a rapper from Massillon, Ohio. And he released his debut mixtape in 08 and has been rapping since then. Um, honestly, this has been this album is a introduction to for me to both of them. I did not know of either of them prior to this. Also, this album art is beautiful and should be hung in a museum. This is amazing. Um, yeah, it's pretty fucking, it's it's pretty fucking lit. Yeah, I, so I'm going to compare and contrast a bit with Orko, which was a 90s rap mixtape in this. This feels like a proper love letter to 90s rap, while Orko's mixtape felt like Orko's mixtape. So um, now that <laughs> yeah, I'm done bullying <laughs> underground rappers, I will try and now get a bit more into the project. On their band camp. Oh, also, there are guest vocals on here from Sky Zoo, Joel Ortiz, and Omari Hartwick. That said, Ooh. they have an entire description for this album on their band camp, and it's essentially, yeah, it's about Stolly's, you know, fucking journey. Um, Blacklight refers to a blacklight revealing, you know, the stains of like sweat and bloodshed on one's career because, you know, it's supposed to be like the road from the projects to the private jets overall i actually really liked this album i would listen to it again i i feel like it's a really good project and i feel like it should have gotten more love in 2021 i don't remember how i actually learned about it but i do think it kind of went under a lot of people's radars um what did you goobers think uh, i thought it was really good um this is robbie sent this to me uh in my dms and shit and i i've been i listened to some of it before and I really liked it. So it was cool to like finally fucking finish it. <laughs> I liked Love Me, Love Me Not. I think that's probably my favorite on this. I really like No Monsters. I This is overall pretty fucking good. And I, yeah, I didn't really hear about Stolly or Apollo Brown uh, before this. But I definitely want to check out more of their stuff. I think this was pretty fucking uh, great. Yeah, this is pretty fucking legit. Or as like the kids say nowadays, bussin. <laughs> Wait, the right. kids say bussin now? Is a good thing? Yeah. I think, think it's Yeah, like the bussin. shit's bussin. Let's shit's bussin. bust, I thought, used to mean let's shoot people. No, no. Because can I bust? Is like, can I bust a rhyme on this mic? No, what the this fuck? is like. Well, bussin is, is like, this is good. Like, yeah, you're like, oh, good. this this pizza's bussin. Like, it tastes yeah. good. I hate children. Really, That's really, it. Really I'm, I'm aging. Okay. If, if it's really good, if it's really good, it's bussin' butt. And this is bussin' No, that, stop. <laughs> this, this is bussin' bussin'. And I'm trying to get back into the swing of things, you know, like trying to get hit cool. Anyways, <laughs> uh, Apollo Brown was pretty good. Overall, I really enjoyed every uh, song. Uh, there was not a bad song I can recall. I think it was just, it was really, and I say this a lot, but it was really, really chill. Like he has this, kind of way to like 
tell the story where you don't like it, like you hear him it's soothing almost to hear him and tell the story in a way you know what i mean it's nice and jazzy it's smooth and it's fun to kind of follow along there's some deep cuts on here that i think also are very moving in places right yeah and he kind of uh you kind of listen a bit more because it's so smooth and it's so kind of like soothing that you kind of are paying attention to it where like we have these fun albums right but like sometimes i don't feel like we super pay attention to a lot of it you know what i mean uh it, yeah it's just usually or if we do and we find out that just every song is just about sex um because <laughs> there, was, there was one didn't we have an album like that where it was just like like oh yeah a nickelback album it was like 80 percent sex songs <laughs> i'm pretty sure it was 80 percent sex songs and trying to be an american um, yeah. Yes, because that's half the time what Chad Kroger is trying to do. He will not be going to San Quentin. I promise he will not be going to San Quentin. He he commit murder in California. He deported to Canada. <laughs> He's not going to San Quentin. Please take me out to San Quentin. <laughs> No, I that that's really my whole comment is just that he he's very very nice to listen to and the album is very very good. All right, so uh, do we want to uh, jump into what are your thoughts, Kareem? Oh, I already shared my thoughts. Oh, yeah. Oh shit. Oh yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh shit. I'm looking like a goober right now. Oh god. Um, my rating is a nine out of ten. My All rating right. is a ten out of ten. Ooh. Oh, nice. How about you, Kareem? Yeah, I'll give it a nine. Oh, oh wow. You you don't want to give it a ten? Why not? <laughs> Wait, why are you putting me? You gave it a nine. Mm. Mm. You're right. Well, I, I, I will give it a ten. There we go. <laughs> now, how about this to me? <laughs> I mean, it's on. It's on the cusp either way. It's like either a very high. I mean, it doesn't matter. I'll give it a ten. I'm okay with. Oh, 10. oh God, we just bullied a man into giving. Yeah, it I got 10. peer pressured. Okay, well then that's a uh, ten out of ten. Mystery meat sticks. Yeah. Yay! Remember all those TV specials where they said peer pressure is bullshit. They're wrong. <laughs> yeah, they fucking lied to you. All right, tell us about Marina or else. Who me? That's right, the one who looks so delicious. Wow, he wants my bacon. So, uh, Marina is a Welsh singer and songwriter, and her full name is Marina Limbrini Diamandis. Uh, which is pretty funny because she used to go by Marina and the Diamonds. Are you making so, fun of someone's name? Kareem, Kareemo, <laughs> Kareemist? Hey, I'm just making an observation mm -hmm, here. Mm -hmm, Come on. Okay. Don't bust my balls. Kareem lives on 123 Kareem Street, Kareem City. <laughs> Listen, I went down to the bodega, right? And I was thinking that I could get a sandwich or like I could go to the hot dog stand, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I went down to the bodega and I saw Kareem and I'm like, you know, no bodega tonight. I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> That's a reasonable response. Uh, she was inspired by self-produced outsider musician Daniel Johnston, uh, who, who's very well known in like the lo-fi and alternative music scene, and she learned to compose her own music because that, that's what Daniel Johnston uh, did. She learned to compose her own music. She was doing like a bunch of music auditions during um, that time. It was I think it was around 2005 or so. Um, but they weren't really working out for her, so she just said, fuck it, I'm going to make my own stuff. Uh, she taught herself how to play the piano. She composed and produced early demos with GarageBand, which, which is kind of, it's pretty cool that, like, you know, that now people can, like, do that more and more. It's kind of it's kind of freaky, <laughs> in a way. But, um, yeah, she also independently released her debut extended play called Mermaid vs. Sailor through MySpace in 2007. Uh, she's oh, described God, herself... Yeah. Boomer. 
<laughs> She's uh, described herself as a DIY musician and an indie artist with pop goals. Uh, and she describes her music as alternate pop, uh, which could be described as pop music with broad commercial appeal that is made by figures outside the mainstream. And this is her second studio album, Electra Heart, which came out in 2012. Uh, and it's a concept album. She stated that the album was dedicated to dysfunctional love and said that rejection is a universally embarrassing topic and Electric Heart, Electra Heart is my response to that. It was initially planned to be a three-piece project inspired by American culture in the 70s. And it was going to also be like a side project that wasn't attached to, um, it was just going to be like a different, uh, project under, she'd still be doing the music, but she'd go under a different name. She was going to be, uh, a character called Electra Heart, who she described as cold, ruthless character who wasn't vulnerable. Her producers at the time didn't want her to do a side project, so it just kind of ended up becoming her second album. In the album, she, uh, as the character, portrays the persona's teen idol, prima donna, homewrecker, uh, which represents several female archetypes of stereotypical American culture. And um, this album was received pretty well. It debuted at number one of the UK albums chart, but uh, it, and it was her first chart-topping album in the UK. But uh, sadly, at the time of release, it was also considered the lowest-selling number one record of the 21st century in the UK. But that she lost that title three months later. Uh, it ranked number 31 on the US Billboard 200. And uh, let's just get right into it, because uh, how, how do we feel? I, I liked this album. I, I think. Because I've heard her stuff a little bit before, and I think I've heard probably more stuff from this, and that's uh, how I got got into her. But uh, what, what do you guys think? Um, I just I just know I'm gonna be your bubblegum bitch, <laughs> Ruben. Oh, what? You threw off my groove. <laughs> um, anyways, um, you have. I'm sorry, sir, but you have thrown off the emperor's groove. <laughs> yeah, throw him out. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's such a good intro. <laughs> Boom, baby. Okay, we're not talking about Emperor's New Groove. Um, <laughs> maybe one day, but not right now. So. I did like the album. A couple of songs are overly relatable, so of course I skipped them because that's what a normal functioning human would do. Ha <laughs> ha. But um, I think she hit that seventies aesthetic well. Um, I kind of felt like positively comparing this some to you know like Billie Eilish's album in a way, and even to uh, like Bad Flower to some extent too, like a poppier version of that. Um, overall, yeah, I, I liked this album. I don't know if I have that much to say about it. Electropop seems like an interesting genre, though. It's very dancey, which, I mean, of course it is. It's fucking electronica mixed with pop. Um, what, what did you think, uh, Ruben, now that your legs are shattered? Uh, you know, I quite enjoyed it, honestly. Yeah, of course, like, there were some songs that I was just like, meh. Kind of wish it was a little bit better. Uh, but... Other than that, like it was, it, it, it was uh, an enjoyable album. Like I'm not gonna even say it was terrible, but like I wouldn't be like super over the moon for listening to another album of hers. I guess. <laughs> so there's really yeah, like Robbie said, really not much, but it's it's very 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 poppy, like to the point where it's not like aqua poppy, right? But it gets right. pretty fucking poppy, and sometimes I I get a little tired of the pop sound. And electronic or, uh, you know, electropop, not always the best uh, mix for me. There's like, it's very uh, situational 
thing. Um, like I'm just I'm not super sold on electro electronics yet. But yeah, no, I I, I enjoyed this album a lot. Yeah. You're not yeah. sold on having a computer. Wow. No, I'm not. I'm not sold. <laughs> You're not sold on having a phone to play a Diablo mobile? Anyways, um, I won't make <laughs> BlizzCon jokes here. Um, No, yeah, it, it was a good album. I kind of agree with Ruben. I don't know if I'm, you know, like craving another one of our albums or anything. I think yeah. I'm also kind of tired of pop and I want to go back to rock, rap, and metal. Um, Yeah, it wasn't a bad album. It's a good album. It's serviceable. It does what it sets out to do. That, that's good. Um, and I'm not pissed off. That's also good. Yeah, I, I was more into the, um, like, Radioactive or, like, Homewrecker and Bubblegum Bitch. I wasn't, like, into, I wasn't feeling all of the tracks on here, but I, I don't think it was that bad. I'm gonna be, uh, that was actually a pretty good song to me. I actually yeah. really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, because uh, you're my Bubblegum like... Bitch. <laughs> wow. Wow, these nuts are on your chin. Anyways, let's get into ratings. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give this a six. Uh, I'll give it a seven. Okay. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a seven. Oh wow, we're gonna finally get a fucking decimal. Okay, let me actually use my silly calculator now. That is a six point seven out of ten. Mystery meat sticks. Oh Damn. hell yeah! That's uh, that's higher than it should be. I feel. <laughs> yeah, it is. It also somehow did better than Avenge to Sevenfold. Hmm. Wow. Ooh. That's wow. crazy. I don't know about... Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this. Mm. Mm. Do you want to break Whoa. her heart again, Kareem? Because, you know, you <laughs> had to point out that she's the first one in this century to not be Billboard 100 hey. or whatever. Hey, hey, that was only for, like, uh-huh, yeah. a hot minute. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. For, like, you know, uh, for all of one little measly minute, you had to point that out. Bitch. Hey, listen, that I, I just collect the information that my people and, send me. And, and I, I collect the information that my nuts on your chin send me <laughs> damn um next episode we're my album is going to be memoirs of a murderer by king 810 they're a band from flint and it's metal yes. mine's gonna be light me up by the pretty reckless i love it the pretty right, nuts I, on your chin you know robbie i kind of feel bad that you said you're tired of pop because i literally just <laughs> we're, we're doing thriller by michael jackson <laughs> oh that's okay uh, it, this is that i i get a thrill from these nuts on your chin <laughs> no that i will rip michael jackson apart thank you love you I, bye i i probably love it i'm trying I, to do I, the I, I uh, the outro <laughs> uh, this is thriller mm -hmm. okay bye God. No! No, don't end right there!